Welcome to The Label Podcast, a show about disability, illness and difference. I'm Lucy. And I'm Alice. And that's Don't forget, in this episode, I might swear, Lucy might cry, and you can check out details of the trigger warnings on our website. Hello, everybody. This is Lucy. We just want to let you know that throughout this episode, we'll be talking about the death of an assistance dog. If this is something that's triggering for you, you may want to be mindful as you listen to this episode. Well, hello, folks, and welcome to another episode of the Labour Podcast. I am Lucy, and lo and behold, who is sat over there with a gin in her hand? It's my good friend, Alice. Hello, Alice. I was ready to record. I had my microphone in front of me. I wasn't distracted by gin. <laughs> Hello. How are you? I'm I'm okay, thank you. It's nice to be back. Oh, it's lovely um, to be back, isn't it? Yeah. Like, it got to the point where I was recording episodes and I was like, I don't know how to do this without without Alice. So. I definitely feel like the, um, the couple of, uh, like, our co-host guests, our guest hosts were fantastic yes. and I had a great time with Melissa and Leo um, but I definitely feel like <laughs> I definitely feel like the quality of podcasting uh, that I produce with you is better because both <laughs> Melissa and I and Leo and I just talked about like geeky stuff that we enjoy I did for hear an hour you say, when, I I was like... was, when I was doing the admin for Leo's episode I did hear you say me and Leo just got to geek out for an hour and Lucy's going to have very serious conversations. I wonder, <laughs> I I know which one I'd rather be there. I was like, thank you, I'm the boring one. <laughs> no, you're the uh, the sensible, serious podcaster. I'm, <laughs> I don't know about I that. basically had a chat with my mates and went, hey, you guys should all listen to this. Do you want to, do you want to, <laughs> hey, should we do this in front of a microphone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's lovely to have you back. Never leave me again. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we took took a little bit of a break, um, but we're back and it should be regularly scheduled programming. We've yes. got some, uh, I think we're doing our first proper guest record again next weekend. Mm. So Looking forward to that too. Nice. Yeah, that would be good. Yes. So what have you been up to while we were on a break? Um, I have turned into an 88-year-old and have got into Midsummer Murders. I also bought aircon for my bedroom because it's summer and I get very hot. Um, so that's done. I've got, an, I've got myself an air fryer. I'm so middle-aged it hurts. <laughs> um, if you listen back to Gem Turner's episode, I have to try and restrain myself to at least the last sort of 15 minutes of the episode to really go on about air fryers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm really sorry. I need to stop talking about air fryers because Gem has an air fryer. So we were swapping like... Have you tried this in an air fryer? Have you tried this? And I like recently got mine. Um, so I bought myself an air fryer, got into Midsummer Murders, uh, just been keeping my head down working, you know, so nothing really overly adventurous apart from Midsummer Murders. I'm living which, my... which can be a little bit 
a little bit edge of edge of the seat stuff sometimes yes yes i was just saying to alice before we hit record you know something's about to kick off when barnaby original barnaby john nettles starts running because the rest of the episode he just walks around touching things with his bare hands and it just drives me mad stop touching things barnaby i love midsummer murders i was saying to lucy i I have been fully invested in Midsummer Murders since I was like twenty. I'd be like, you know, I'd go, I'd go to like metal clubs with really thick black eyeliner on and high heels and stuff on the Friday, and then Monday night I'd be at my mum's house eating pasta and watching Midsummer Murders. Do you think anybody's done a podcast about Midsummer Murders? Is that what you think we should do as a spin-off? I think we should do a spin-off. I think we could get cast members in. We a could... Midsummer Murders watch along. Yeah, we could dissect yeah. episodes. There's plenty of them. Yeah, it, the, I said that to Lucy. I was like, "You got a solid 47 series or something." A Midsummer Murders. How many it's... people started watching it in lockdown as a family? Like, right, and have been working their way through it. And I, I thought, well, what did I do during lockdown? Oh, I started a podcast. That's what I did. So, you know, yeah. But they're missing the trick if there's not a podcast about Midsummer Murders. I would be amazed if there's not something. Um, I mean, there's this. I I know of at least two Law and Order podcasts. So yes, exactly. And I I personally would rank Midsummer Murders above Law and Order. Yes. Um, I've also got into um, what was the other one I said? Uh, oh, Murder, Murder She, she wrote. wrote. Yeah, which is slightly more um adventurous. One the one episode I watched to see if I liked it was about a car that was being driven by a remote controller was running people over and killing them. I was like, oh, this is a bit, this isn't Midsummer Murders. <laughs> this is Midsummer Murders. And Jessica Fletcher got stuck in the car. Right. She got in the car and it like shut the door and she was just driven around near a ravine somewhere. I was like, oh dear. See, this is my thing about um, Murder, She Wrote. Like Midsummer Murders, there's a lot of crime there. But like, you know, the reason Barnaby is always around is because he's the local Bobby. Whereas Jessica Fletcher, she travels all over the shop. Yeah, and it's like wherever she, she goes, there's a murder. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know, you know, when you've got a friend who has like a string of 15 really terrible boyfriends and she's like, I don't understand. Why can't I find a nice man? Yeah, yeah. You sort of want to go, honey, I think the problem might be you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's or that person that fo- drama Fletcher. follows them everywhere. Yeah. You're the one causing all the drama, love. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yes, I've got into um, slightly very genteel crime dramas. <laughs> That's been my... Uh, what I've been doing with my time off. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> so my time off has been uh, marred by something a bit more sad and serious um, that I want to share with you all today. A couple of months ago, very sadly, Lola, my retired guide dog, passed away. Um, She got sick very unexpectedly, very unexpectedly. She went out with her dog walker on the Monday and had an absolutely lovely time. And on the Thursday morning, we woke up to her having a seizure. Um. And she had a couple other seizures and seems to get more poorly um, every time she had one. So after the first one, she was she was seemed a bit slower, but she was okay. Then she had another one and um, she got very wobbly on her legs and she had another one um, and she lost she lost her vision and her hearing on one side. 
Um, and that was quite difficult to kind of care for her. She was walking into things a lot. She seemed to get really confused. Um, and then she had a final seizure at home and we, we had to take her to the vets sort of immediately because it was, she, it was, it was very sadly, it was time. Um, but we got to be with her, um, and, you know, say goodbye. Um, and it's, it's really sad and I'm, I'm not, you know, Lucy knows I'm not a, I'm not very, um, vocal about my sort of more heartfelt, difficult emotions, but... <laughs> compared to me who cries at everything <laughs> um you know i i have talked on the show about having some problems with my mental health and i can honestly say that in a lot of ways i mean lola changed my life completely yeah um and in a lot of ways she really saved my life she really made me feel as though i had a, a life that was worth living that i i was valuable that i wanted to be out in the world um you know she gave me so much confidence and she had the the most incredible personality dora is so sweet she's so gentle and caring she's a really lovely dog but i think the personality that Lola had, she was just like, you know, Dora is pastels. Lola was an explosion of rainbows. Yeah. She was so bright and bouncy and excited and everything was an adventure. It was, I was talking to my mum about it actually earlier today and saying, Dora's a little bit needy. She comes a lot <laughs> for, for kind of attention but you get the impression with Dora, it's a little bit like, oh, don't don't forget about me. You haven't forgotten about me. I'm still here. Um, whereas Lola, it was, come on then. Where, what are you doing? Why aren't you noticing me? Yeah. Where are we going? What's the next thing? Um, and I, you know, after she retired, it's a, it's a really strange thing to, I think it's a weird concept that, um, that the pet owners, you know, people who don't have assistance dogs can't fully comprehend. Although I think weirdly, it's probably a little bit similar to the way that you feel about your wheelchair is that it's, you know, Lola was, was not just the, the thing that helped me to be mobile. Mm. There's so much more to it. Yeah. And I think, you know, Lola really was, and I feel a little bit bad saying it in a way that Dora isn't. Lola was really an extension of me. Mm. I always felt like she was the the confidence and the excitement and the kind of get up and go and and always ready and always kind of up for it. Yeah. That I wished that I kind of had. Yeah, I know what you mean. For me, when you were going through all of this, it was just at the time where we'd gone. Let's have a let's have a let's have a few months where we just like press pause a little bit. So even though we were still in contact, we weren't as in contact as much as mm. we were normally. And I knew how tremendously sad you were feeling, and um, there was nothing I could do to help 
there isn't anything in those situations. Whether you lose a human or a pet, there isn't anything anybody can say to make it better. But it, I felt like it was so sad watching you be so sad. And I knew that it was a big thing because you <laughs> were visibly sad and upset. Um, and it, I just found it so hard. I just wanted to come and give you a big hug and say, is there anything I could do? Do you want me to like cook you some dinner? I mean, it's probably not a good idea for me to cook anybody anybody's dinner, to be fair. But I just wanted to make sure you were all right. And I couldn't do that because we weren't, you know, I wasn't in the right headspace to, to, to sort of sit down and have a big long chat with you about it. And I felt awful because all I wanted to do was come and give you a big cuddle and say, it's all going to be all right. I know it doesn't feel like it at the minute, and I know it's awful, but it, you know, it will be. Okay. I think one of the things that was really difficult at the time, but I'm really grateful for at the moment, was because I was off work. Yeah. We just got to be with her. Yeah. We, just, we were just there all the time. She mm. needed anything. You know, after that, that second to last one when she couldn't see, the meds they put her on um and it was i think it was 12 days from the first seizure to when we took her to the vet it wasn't a long time we didn't you know make her hang on but she the the meds she was on kept making her need to go to the loo like or she she was drinking loads and so she mm. kept needing to wee but she couldn't she, she kept getting confused about how to get from her bed to like the back door to tell us she needed to go to the toilet and she would get stuck in the hall and sort of like just yeah confused about where she was because she couldn't see and I think she was a bit confused generally um, and she needed help getting up and down the back step and things like that Dave was carrying her upstairs to bed every evening and although it was horrible to see I'm really glad that I I was there yeah. for her yeah. the whole time because... It's not like sending her to the vet for a checkup, leaving her there for a bit, and then them saying, I'm sorry, there's, you know, there's nothing more we can do, is it really? You were there with her. I, I'm just, I'm really glad that I got to be there for her when she really needed me because yeah. for nearly 10 years, it would have been 10 years in June that I since I had Lola, so nearly 10 years you know and and what eight and a half years of working with me as my guide dog she was always there for me yeah. she was <laughs> i've talked a lot of shit about lola like <laughs> she was absolutely there were definitely times where she was just like no i'm fucking going this way you can do whatever you want <laughs> or like like no mum, i'm not gonna listen to you i'm gonna eat this four day old burger i've just found <laughs> I, under a bush. I always remember the one of the first stories you ever told me about lola was when you were at the cash point machine and you, you put the lead on the floor and then you turn around and she'd gone and what she was actually doing is she got her face in some toddler's face Pushed trying her, to yeah. eat a quavers. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. She sounds yeah. like my spirit animal if I'm honest. She was she was she was food obsessed, but she was also super curious. So she would just like you know, if you gave her the if I would say be waiting for the bus i'd be holding onto her lead but like her harness would be on her back and she'd just be like i'm gonna go see what's over here yeah and so i'd literally be standing in the bus with my arms stretched as far as it would go just so she could go and have a look be, yeah she'd just be like oh, i'll be back with you in a minute you know <laughs> hold on mum yeah, hold the line caller <laughs> yeah. uh. she was 
she had just just the most fantastic energetic effervescent personality i'm going to for the bonus content for this episode yep. for our newsletter subscribers um we're going to put together a video and some stills of lola for you guys to all really see just how full of life she was that's a great um, idea alice that's a great idea and can i just say what a lovely tribute to your lovely guide dog that was oh see i'm gonna get upset now when it's not even my dog but um it, yeah. it makes me really sad that you never got to meet no, her i know, I, know. Was I was just, thinking that yeah she was just fantastic she did have the most terrible breath her entire <laughs> life honestly it was it could melt plastic it was so <laughs> thick it was oh. awful dog breath but is she, the worst isn't it yeah but it was uh she was she was something really special yeah. um and um i'm really thankful to her for all that she did and all that she brought to me and to my family so and to the podcast as well because yeah. let's face it, our early branding, she was all over it, wasn't she? So, And we're going to keep her in at the beginning. Um, uh, I am, though, now that... now, And I've been meaning to do it since sort of Lola retired and we got Dora. Um, I have been trying to get an audio clip of Dora that Adam can, can add in. So hopefully that will be done and you'll hear that at the end of this episode um, once it's all edited together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for now, I've got my gin. So here is here is to Cheeky Chops Lollipops, <laughs> as she was fondly called. Yeah. Well, um, that's, that puts my, uh, what I've been doing in the last few months to, you know, <laughs> watching Midsummer Murders. What about you? Quite a traumatic few months for Molly's Loose, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I, I won't lie. There have been some things going on that have been quite traumatic for me too. So Midsummer Murders has been my escape. I mean, I was going to say, I've seen some episodes of Midsummer Murders that have definitely made me <laughs> be a bit like, I Ooh. I might have nightmares about this. Yeah. Like, that, sh that show can be fucking graphic. I know, but I am like the kind of person who... on ITV. I know. Why did they put it on so late? I'm asleep by about half past ten. Like... It's because it's so fucking violent and bloody sometimes. <laughs> like, can you imagine they put that on at half past six and a bunch of children well, see it? Well, this is the They'd thing. be traumatized. They were being interviewed on the telly the other day, the pair of the the, the the current incumbents. And they said, oh, some some families have been watching it together during lockdown. And I'm like, are you joking? They were like, it's it's ideal for like eight-year-olds to 80-year-olds. I was like, really? No, uh, <laughs> okay. I think I think you need to be at least twelve before yes. you get that kind of first blood of midsummer murders. Because it's proper. It's and it's like pre-credit stuff sometimes. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. literally it's like, the it first starts, ten like, seconds. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's getting bludgeoned to death with a dog <laughs> statue or something. You're like, fuck me. <laughs> or somebody's been stabbed in the neck with something from the church. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's a lot there's a lot of church stuff. Yeah, a lot lot of church. They love they love a church and they love a fate. Yes, they do love a summer fate. <laughs> anyway, uh, yes, back to podcast business. Um, we've got lots planned, haven't we, now that we're back in the swing? Yes, yeah, we haven't been just sitting idly on our asses. We have been doing quite a lot. We've been uh, planning. Yeah. I've, I've been doing quite a lot of kind of badgering away in the background on our Spotlight series. Um, so... I have, we've secured some 
fantastic guest. I'm really, I'm really excited. excited. We are going to have more content, so much more content than we need. It might gonna, be like two months worth of <laughs> It's going to spill out everywhere. Um, we had the most brilliant response yeah. from our call out at on, can I just um, say as well, thank you for that. Because sometimes yeah. it, we don't get anything. And then other times yeah. it's like, oh, That's, there's about six here. <laughs> That's what I was just going to say. We From from the putting out stuff out on Facebook and putting stuff out on, on the show, asking people, we had a fantastic email from uh, a guest who's going to join us, um, if not for part of the series, just for a chat because she was brilliant. Yeah, uh, Just saying, I'm the geek you've been looking for. <laughs> really excited. Um We've got a really cool history lesson that I think you guys are really going to enjoy. I'm very excited about that. Um, we've got one of the trustees from Communication Matters who uh, uses sort of uh, electronic device. communication aids device. Yeah. We've got a gamer coming on. Mm -hmm. We've got somebody who's going to come and talk to us about artificial intelligence. We've got somebody who's going to come and talk to us about captioning. We've got uh we've got the people from squadcast who is just the platform wow. that yeah. we record all of the podcasts on are going to come and talk to us about accessibility and podcasting which is so cool i cannot wait for that i, yes. th I said to you can can you can you make me available for that meeting please because <laughs> i'd like i'd like to schmooze um yes. so yes I'm really excited. So Proper. if you are not already, make sure you get signed up to our newsletter because we've got so much content. A bunch of it is just going to have to be exclusive subscriber yeah, only. We can't, content. we can't fit it in we any just, other way. There aren't, there's not enough weeks in a month. Um, <laughs> we yeah, might, we might have so to become an every week podcast for a while just to get through <laughs> it all. Oh, poor Adam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. Poor, poor Laura, the new transcriptionist. Well, I didn't sign up for this. I was just going to say that we have also had a new team member join yes, us. Yes, we have. Our team um, is growing. So um, we have recruited a new transcriptionist, Laura, who is actually a listener to the show, which is always helpful um, if they like the show and think, yes, I want to get involved, um, who has had experience in sort of bit of transcribing things. We didn't realise that until we actually sat down and had a chat with her. Um uh, so she's joined the team as our transcriptionist. And she's done a really nice uh, little getting to know her piece of content yeah. as well that's um, on our website for our subscribers. So mm -hmm. go off and read that. Um, for people who are interested, we are always looking for helping hands on the show. So if you uh, would like to come along and maybe help out with transcriptions or... Um, doing some work with social media we're always really keen to have people come and join us basically even if we've not got a role available we will we will we'll find you something to do uh, yeah <laughs> so if you want to come and join us our ever-growing family um yes. then uh yeah please let us know give drop us an email labeledpodcast at gmail.com carly um who was our transcriptionist is now moving to help with social media and newsletter things just to help lighten the load a little bit because it's always something that we're like what we're gonna what we're gonna put in the newsletter um so she's gonna come <laughs> and give us a hand with that um so we just had a bit of a reshuffle haven't we really yes yeah it's been some some behind the scenes sort of doings going on yes. hasn't there really doings is the official yes 
the official line. Uh, yeah, so um, it's really exciting. We've got, we, you know, we. I think we're back now with a bit of vigour, aren't we? A bit more. Yeah. Uh, I think we were just getting a little, there was a lot on our plate. We got, we're getting a little bit sort of like fatigue around it. And that's something that we never wanted to happen, really, was it? So we just realised, actually, we just need to take a little bit of time away. Refo- get ourselves sorted out, refocus and come back with all, all guns blazing. And I um, don't know if, if for you, but I feel like it in a, a weird sort of way, it felt like a long time, but it also feels like, you know, it's been no time at all. And we're just, this is just normal. Yeah. We just, this is just us back to us again. I think so. it, I think, and I think it proves that we're not going, we're never going away. We're not going away. Yeah, I, I do. I think that um, it, it does seem like an awfully long time, but actually, at the same time, I think, and as well, because we were talking all the time, you know, off air, away from mm. this situation, it didn't really feel like you'd sort of deserted me or I deserted you. We were always in each other's back pocket still. Like, you know, is yeah. everything all right? Are you all right? Everything, everything all right? Um, so, yeah, it's, 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 it's nice to be back. Yes, yes, it is very nice to be back. I hope you guys are pleased to have us back yes. and not like oh god no, I, d- go I did start to worry i was like oh my god what if they prefer the episodes without <laughs> either one of us what what happens then <laughs> that's an awkward conversation isn't it yeah yeah that's uh somebody <laughs> so, uh... out there starting a petition and it's like lucy only please <laughs> or alice only please so i'll just go off and make a midsummer murders podcast <laughs> <laughs> fine lucy's gonna be bffs with john nettles <laughs> he's got a very weird face but anyway can we stop talking oh, about bits of the murders don't be mean to no john i'm not Nettles. no he's not i'm not being mean it looks kind of smooth but then kind of wrinkly at the same time how does that happen has he not been putting his moisturizer on properly i was gonna say i suspect that he seems like the sort of man who would spend a lot of time in the sun mm. in i mean Spain. he was in uh what was he did a, what was the show that he did when he was young, the one that set on oh, Jersey. Um, not, not, not Kojak. No. Oh, my mom's my mom will know. Mom, if you listen to this, not that she listens to this <laughs> at no, all. Was good. <laughs> there are people shouting at their smart devices right yeah. now, being like, "You stupid women!" It's this, <laughs> but that I never, I never saw it. But I got the impression that he spent a lot of time. Similar to Mid- Midsummer Murder, just wandering around outdoors in, the sun, in Jersey, in like a yeah. in like a linen suit. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 which is is exactly what he did for twenty five <laughs> years in Midsummer Murder. So I I can't and I can't imagine that you know he was very hot on the SPF. So no, it's not as I suppose it wasn't as big then as it is now. Is it SPF on your face? No. Anyway, um... this is not becoming <laughs> Lucy loves John Nettles. No, this, this is, is gonna... Lucy being horrible to John Nettles <laughs> and me standing like up a... to the poor man. This is a Lucy Loves Midsummer Murders episode. <laughs> Can I also say as well, before we like finished for the, our little break, I listened back to, during the admin process for an affair to remember episode and I was giggling. Now, I, I know this is a bit narcissistic, but I was giggling to myself about, I was talking about, Affair to remember. Yeah. Just so funny. I found that hilarious. 
that was a definitely a good episode. It I was definitely a good enjoyed. Episode. Um, and I mean, I, I the fabled episodes are fantastic. They I have are. fabled planned for um, our uh, tech series, our spotlight. Have series. you? Mm-hmm. You've done yes, a fabled. I've got I've got a plan. I haven't oh. sat down and done it. It's something I've seen once before. But I'm going to sit down and and watch it again. I think nice. uh, under my dad's recommendation mm. um, of a thing. Uh, I'm thinking we'll perhaps do a little video for that again for the subscribers because there's just not enough Thursdays in October, gang. I'm sorry. <laughs> we might, have, like I said, we'll have to make it two months. Yeah. If it's that good, we might go, actually, do you know what? This stuff's really good. <laughs> I mean, hopefully other people find it good. Let us know if what, yeah. uh, if, if it sounds good, if you think it will sound good. If we get halfway terrible. through, like, if, we get, if you get halfway through like week two and you're like, this is really boring, turn it off make it stop <laughs> then let us know but and and generally if you like the show mm-hmm. you can rate and review us on all of the places on apple podcast um it's really it's kind of the best place if you can leave us a review on apple it really helps um new listeners find us because of the magic apple algorithm so yeah. do that go away um tell everybody how talk much talk about us on us. social media a bit you know yes that's throw also... a few mentions this way and that way yeah. and yep and uh we do have a gofundme still open uh, i know times are hard for everybody mm. but if you do find that you have a few extra pennies it would be fantastic if you could donate to us because uh that all goes into the pot to pay for all of all of the things, the all website the things. and the p- recording platforms and hosting and all, all the things. Yeah. Um, and I, I promise that Lucy and I don't spend it on gin. Um, no, we don't actually. It has. It's, we have our own little. We um, have a special little bank account that so that it doesn't get siphoned off between sausage rolls and gin. <laughs> sausage rolls for me, gin for Alice. Yeah, Poss- I think that's possibly that. a bit for me. But, you know. I was going to say, and I, 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 uh, I will take a vegan sausage roll from Greg's. I d- you but... know, you can't be a Greg sausage roll. Cannot. Beat I mean, them. I know, I know that Piers Morgan hates them and doesn't think we should be allowed to call them sausage rolls if they're vegan. But I think that Piers Morgan should get in the sea. Why are you talking about Piers Morgan for? Why are you ruining everything by talking about Piers Morgan? <laughs> um, so this is Alice and Lucy on the Anti Piers Morgan podcast. <laughs> <laughs> signing off <laughs> closely followed by the Midsummer Murders podcast <laughs> um, and yeah thank you very much guys we're really glad to be back yeah. it's just a short one this week because I need to go and drink some more uh, but yeah we'll see you on the other side back to business as usual we'll be back promise we're not going anywhere for a long time ta-ta for now bye-bye Thanks for listening to The Label Podcast. If you like the show, you can rate, review and subscribe and you can follow us on social media at Labelled Pod. This episode was edited by Adam Hall. Our music was by Maisie Crunden and we'd like to thank the rest of the team involved.